0: Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glicksman, alongside my tag team partner, Matt Story. And Matt, it's senior day for the Sun Devils in early November.
1: It's an early one, yeah. I mean, a Thursday night game, too, so a little strange.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's everything that you wouldn't expect. It's Thursday, it's early, you know, at least it'll be, no matter how you feel about the election, it'll give you something to distract yourself at least 48 hours later, so that's good.
1: That's right. That's right. You know, the, the time marches on and it'll be ASU back at action on Thursday. So, uh, it'll be good. Yeah. You know, it, it uh, for me, it's, it's, uh, an, uh, you know, kind of feels like a long time since I've seen them play because, well, it, it has been, I, uh, three straight games on PAC 12 network, two of them on the road, uh, have limited my ability to actually watch them. I've kept up, but, um, Last time I saw him, you know, play a snap was the the finish of the UCLA game. So it's been a while.
0: Yeah, this one's going to be on Fox Sports One. It's a yeah. uh, it's a seven thirty kickoff for the Devils, and Utah's good. They're, they're a good team. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, they're they're uh, you know, it's kind of their identity. Um, they play good defense. They run the ball well, and they have a quarterback who uh, they don't ask to do a, a ton. Um, you know, it's Travis Wilson for what seemed like a decade. Um, he's finally moved on, and now it's Troy Williams, uh, who uh, we have a little experience against. His only start at Washington came against us two years ago uh, in the game. Taylor Kelly made his return to the lineup, and we, we won kind of a an ugly game. He struggled mightily in that game. Williams did, and uh, you know, certainly a, another performance like that wouldn't hurt. But I, I think he's a better player than he was two years ago.
0: The other thing about Utah offensively is they lose Booker to the draft, and they don't miss a beat. They just, you know, they're a mauling offensive line. It kind of feels like they're the college version of Denver. Whoever's back yeah. there will be fine.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've kind of established that, and, and uh, you know, they struggled a bit early in the year, you know, with some some injuries and uh, a kind of out-of-the-blue retirement by Joe Williams. But they got him back a few weeks later, and he had uh, – that monster game against UCLA, I think ran for three hundred plus yards, and um, you know played well against Washington two weeks ago too. So he's he's the focal point. You know you're going to have to stop the run, and uh, you know it's a, it's a different kind of offense than what we've seen most of this year. Uh, you know we've we've faced a lot of teams that like to go up tempo, like to throw it a whole lot. Uh, that's not this team. So you know. We've struggled against that approach. Um, Maybe this will play into our hands a little bit more.
0: Well, when you look at what Utah likes to do, they're averaging 426 yards of total offense, but it's 212 passing and 214 on the ground. They're about as balanced as you can get from a yards perspective. Yeah. And, you know, that bodes well for the Devils because we've actually done well stopping the run. We're averaging allowing only 116 yards a game which you say only in over a hundred yards when you're nearing 400 yards well yeah through the air.
1: yeah I mean you know we've we've uh we've been pretty good against the run aside from really two games the Colorado game we got just absolutely gashed I think for 300 plus yards and and USC I don't know what the total number was but they they had a lot of success running the ball on us but you know um, we we've been pretty good now some of that's a little misleading because we've played teams that really a lot of them have not tried to run. Um, you know, they they are not, you know, Texas tech is not a team that tries to run the ball much. Cal had some success against us running, but doesn't do it much. Um, Washington state really got away from it completely. Um, you know, so, so the numbers are maybe a little misleading, but it has been, it's been a strength uh, and there haven't been many strengths of this defense. The last year and a half is, is playing against the run. So, that's the thing that gives me confidence along with the fact that it's at home. We have played better at home, you know, we're four and one at home with a, a close loss in which just about, you know, every injury problem that could have popped up did pop up in that game. And we still had a chance to win at the end. Um, and, and so, you know, we do play like a much different team at home.
0: And I think one of the things that's going to be critical is riding the wave of emotion that comes with senior night and the last home game of the year. Yeah, because not only are we a better team at home, but the crowd should be into it. It's nationally televised. It's a ranked opponent. It's if there is you know such a thing as a marquee game on the schedule this year, this was probably it for the home schedule.
1: For the home schedule, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been a bit of a difficult year to get people um, to pay attention to this home schedule. You know, I think for football fans, you can get excited about. Texas Tech because of their offense and you get excited about Josh Rosen and but you know this is the you know the flip side year I mean you know last year we had Arizona at home USC at home Oregon at home and then this year you you play the opposite and so it's uh you know there wasn't really a a marquee game and I, yeah I mean I suppose this this one as much as any fits that bill being a Thursday night game um, you know, it's pre-Thanksgiving break, so you know students are here and all that. Um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, you hope that uh, you hope it's a good turnout for the for the last home game. A, a weird home schedule this year with it so front-loaded, um, you know, and, and ending your home schedule on November tenth is certainly a little abnormal.
0: Yeah, I mean, the it's the buy and then the the uns you know the schedule buy of getting yeah. these ten days off. It really kind of throws you
1: at- it does it does yeah I mean it's just it's kind of like I told you you know it's been it's been a, an odd flow to this season because you know we played uh nine straight weeks to open the year um but you know to have four of the first six at home you know three of the first four four of the first six you know and, and then it just kind of seemed to lose its rhythm right around the same time that all the injuries hit and you know I mean let's let's just call it what it is playing on Pac-12 network puts you a little bit more anonymous uh it almost feels like you know you weren't playing in reality um and then to have the bye and you know so yeah it's just it's been a strange feeling to the season for the last three or four weeks
0: the one nice thing about the bye is it looks like all indications are Manny is healthy and he's gonna play
1: yeah yeah and hopefully he's not the only one I mean I you know, I think I think we'll be as healthy as we've been probably since the Cal game. Um, you know, realistically, as far as having guys available, you're not going to get every single guy back, but it sounds like Manny's back. It sounds like Demario Rich should be back. Hopefully one or two others, uh, I think Kareem Moore and Armand Perry, you know, we've gotten, gotten decent uh, views on them. So, you know, yeah, I mean, it can't hurt. We're losing as many guys as we did to the point against Oregon where we're down you know, almost half of our starting lineup, um, you know, it, it's it's tough. I mean, uh, you know, like I said, I hate to make that as an excuse, but it is a legit explanation of why you struggle when you don't have that many guys out there.
0: I mean, it's one of those things where it's not an excuse, but it is a reason. It's a fact. It is. You know, it you're... is.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, look, nobody, as I said, you know, nobody gives you half a loss because guys are, are injured. I mean, you still have to play the games, and they still count. Um, but you do have to take it into account when you when you're assessing this team that when you have that many guys out, you know it's it's going to take its toll. I mean, you you'd love to have great depth and say, well, the next guy up is just as good. But how many places can really say that? I mean, even the best teams, if they lose that many starters, they're gonna they're gonna get hurt. They might still be able to win a lot of games, but they're not going to be as good. I mean, that's it's just a fact of life. Guys are starters for a reason.
0: I mean, it'll be interesting. I, I'm excited to have the secondary back because, you know, as you mentioned, Troy Williams did get the one start against ASU when he was at Washington, and in that game yeah. they did force a couple picks.
1: Yeah, Armand Perry, I believe, had a had a big one near the end of the game. Um, yeah, he was a, a freshman that year and, you know, kind of just just getting his first big roles that season, and, you know, at that point of the year. and Yeah, so it, it'll be nice to, you know, hopefully have that crew healthier and, now, again, I don't think um, this game will test the secondary quite as much as many of the other games we've played this year. And yet, that said, I mean, look, Utah's probably coming into this game thinking, well, we may not have a great passing game, but we could take advantage of this team. And, you know, they will throw it. They will try to exploit the weakness that, that is our pass defense.
0: I mean, it feels kind of like going into the Oregon game where we were saying, well, this is a, a game on our schedule that we could win, and so were sure. they. Yeah. sure
1: uh, yeah I mean you know Utah is is still right in the thick of the Pac-12 South race they're four and two um, you know they finish I, I think they have Oregon next week and then they finish with Colorado who's the leader of the division right now but you know if they went out I believe they still control their own destiny because if they went out they'd have head-to-heads over USC and and Colorado so they got a, a great chance to still win the division and they're You know they're yeah they're looking at this game as as a game to you know get back on a a winning note after losing to Washington and you know go into the final stretch and maybe get the division. So yeah, I mean it's it's not a not an easy game by any means, but I do think a potentially winnable game.
0: Now, senior day is a time where you celebrate past accomplishments and, and players who've mean a lot to the program. I think that the most emotional I'm going to be for Senior Day is Zane.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll miss him next year. There's no doubt about that. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, unfortunately, the last couple weeks, um, he hasn't had as many opportunities because, you know, while we, well, we've, we've put some points on the board, I don't think he had a single field goal attempt against Oregon and maybe only one against Washington State. But, I mean, he, he carried us through the first half of the year, uh, in a lot of ways kept us in games and, and helped us, you know, the UCLA game. I mean, we don't win that game without him. The San Antonio game, we don't win without him. So yeah, he's he's been great. He's gotten better every year. Um you know, you you'll definitely miss him when next year rolls around.
0: Absolutely. Looking ahead for this game, I think the key is gonna you know, for ASU to have a chance because we're we're an underdog and, and deservedly so. Sure. for us to have a chance, I think it's going to have to be the Manny Wilkins who showed up for that first drive against Wazoo. Yeah. And protecting the ball while also forcing turnovers or making some sort of play. This is, you know, this game and the Washington game to me are the almost house money games. You get, you know, we've been having to run trick plays anyway, but you want to try yeah. that surprise onside kick again? Go for it. You, you know, yeah, you want to yeah, run a no. fake punt? Go for it.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I I do feel like with with the difference of playing at home and and with the style they play. They're, you know, they're just they're not a team that is is built to blow you out. And that's been the thing I've worried about a lot this year and it's it's happened a little bit more to us the last few weeks. It's just getting into big holes, we've got into a, you know, 20 point hole against Colorado, uh, you know, 20 or so points against Oregon. I don't know what the biggest hole was, but you know, you're just, you're just doing everything you can to climb out of it. Washington state was the same way. We almost came back in that game and we had chances against Oregon too. But you know, when, when your defense is weak anyway, having to make comebacks is really hard because you're asking them to string together stops. And especially against a team that likes to control the ball, control the clock, you know, run it you know, uh, slow the game down. I think a big key is, you know, don't fall behind by 14 in the first quarter, because that just allows them to kind of play the game at their pace. You start pressing on offense and they got a good defense. So they'll take advantage of those.
0: I mean, that to me is, you know, the key part of this is falling behind. It's going to be hard for the defense to keep you in the game anyway, Yeah, but offensively, you, you can't start sluggish. You need to right. get on the board, and you need to convert. You know, As much as I'd love for Zane to hit eight field goals in his final sure. home game, I'd be just fine if he hit eight extra points.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. I mean, you're right, exactly. Uh, that Washington State first drive um, would be nice to get again, and, and we haven't done it a lot this year. You know, I mean, it's not been a fast-starting offense, even in games where we put up you know, a game like Cal, we put up 51 points total, but, you know, we didn't get our first touchdown until the very end of the first half. We were kind of laboring along there and and really the defense kind of kept us in the game because it could have gotten out of hand. Um, uh, But yeah, I mean, you know, a a fast start to take advantage of the emotion being back home. You know, I mean, when when you've lost three in a row, um, every negative thing, you know, can feel like, uh, you know, here we go again, basically, uh, you know, and that has to be creeping in as much as this team's been good at not quitting. You know, it, the doubt has to be creeping in when you're on a losing streak like this. So getting off to a fast start would certainly help for just the mentality of it.
0: So with that, I think we should make our picks for the game. I, I am going to ride my own personal emotional roller coaster uh, with senior day. And I think that the team will take that wave of emotion at Sun Devil Stadium and they'll win. So I'm going to take the Devils 27 to 24.
1: Well, that's really weird. That was going to be exactly my score. Um,
0: I mean, Well, exactly. that's why I go first. That's why. I- <laughs>
1: like I was, I was thinking it as you were talking. I'm formulating a score and I'm thinking I'm going to go a little lower scoring and go about 27, 24 uh okay i'll i'll change it but i agree with you overall um i you know i may feel really stupid for this pick because you know utah's a top 25 team a team that can win the pac 12 still and we're a team that's reeling with three straight losses but i do think we can win um i'll i'll uh i'll change mine to 28 to 27 how about that
0: that would make me very scared for much of Thursday, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be that type of game. You know, I, I mean, it's how it's how these two teams have played really since Utah joined the conference. They've been mostly close games. Uh, I mean, the, the one two years ago that we won here, we won in overtime. Um, you know, last year, as ugly as we played there for, for most of the game, we had the lead in the fourth quarter after that bizarre kickoff return lateral that they tried that ended up I, I believe it was a safety and gave us the lead and they ended up coming back and winning but um you know these these teams just tend to play close and i think utah does that's just their style you know they're, they're not an explosive offense so they don't blow a lot of teams out but they don't get blown out very much either
0: i mean they're they're a lot like wisconsin basketball where you feel like if you're down by a couple possessions the game might be close to out of reach he-
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I just, I don't think this is a game that, uh, I mean, it doesn't feel like a game we can fall behind 14 to three in the second quarter like Cal and think, well, we got plenty of time we can get, you know, I mean, they, they, they drag out possessions. They don't give you a lot of possessions. It's not going to be a game you get, you know, uh, 90 plays. I don't think Uh, that's not the way Utah wants to play. So you have to take advantage of the opportunities you get, because you may only get a handful of drives and and you can't have three and outs, and you certainly can't have you know turnovers when you have a chance to score. Things like that, you know, will will be the end. Um, so I think we can, but again, I, I freely admit that um, on you know Friday morning I might uh, be thinking, boy, what was I thinking with that prediction? Because Utah is better than us. I'm I'm really counting on home field being a, a big factor.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I'm in the same boat. I'm assuming the emotion of senior day, home field, and maybe one or two fluky things that break our way after having a few weeks where nothing seemed to break our way, plus yeah. getting everybody back healthy. And, and look, you rise up for the big game, and I don't sure. think we're talented enough that we should be looking ahead to Washington. So.
1: No, no, no. I mean, look, <laughs> the Washington game is, is uh, really, really unlikely for us. I mean, you know, they've got USC this week. Um, which is a tough one for them and then obviously Washington Washington State the following week so you know you have that trap game potential I suppose but um, they've been they've been answering every challenge and we have not. so that's that's a game you almost chalk up as a as an automatic loss. Um, this is our chance to to steal one against a ranked team, get ourselves bull eligible and take a little bit of pressure off that Arizona game hopefully.
0: Now, I think we should look around the rest of the college football landscape. And first, I apologize for anyone who didn't listen to the college football playoff ranking recap because it's, it's now irrelevant. Forget it's it. It's irrelevant. You know.
1: It didn't take long. Uh, you know, I, I didn't think Texas A&M would stay a factor all the way to the end. Didn't think it would happen in one week, but it did. Um, and, yeah, I mean, uh, they, they are quickly uh, eliminated from consideration.
0: I mean, they'll rally this week against the Chad Kelly list Ole Miss. Yeah.
1: Game. Yeah. Yeah. Tough break for him and tough, tough for them. Tough, tough year overall. They might struggle to even get into a bowl game.
0: But otherwise, around, you know, you've got the rivalry game, Duke, North Carolina. That, you know, North Carolina should win, but it's a rivalry game. So. Yeah,
1: you know, Duke's a well-coached team, um, but, I yeah, I think Carolina will win. They, they need Virginia Tech to slip up to get into the ACC title game. They need them to lose once and don't know if they will. Virginia Tech's been playing pretty well, but Carolina's got to hold serve to to make that even matter.
0: And then on Saturday you've got Baylor, Oklahoma, which, you know. Which,
1: I, you know, Baylor, the wheels have come off. They got off to a 6-0 start against really, really, really soft competition. And we got ahead of ourselves. I and mean, the the only halfway decent team they beat was Oklahoma State, um, I, you know. I, and now Baylor suspended their running back today, and uh, you know, I just feel like disaster has, has hit pretty much there. And they you know they're looking at probably a seven and five type of finish.
0: Well, and you're you're going to hear more and more of the well Art Briles will be back next year talk because
1: <laughs> a lot of people there who would like it. Uh, Baylor is is kind of uh, appearing more and more like Penn State right now where there's a, there's a sizable faction of people associated with the university who feel like they did Art Bryles wrong. He didn't have any, you know, problem, but, but, uh, there's a lot of other people on the outside who think, you know, man, what are you, uh, how, how can you say this? I mean, there's, there's a mountain of evidence that says Art Bryles at the very least was negligent. Um, but you know, it's, it's a powerful thing is, you know, winning and, and, uh, he won there when nobody else has, and and there's a lot of people who would, you know, do anything to have that back, regardless of all the stuff that comes along with him.
0: Well, and there's also, from from the Baylor perspective, the issue that, you know, they're not far removed from a basketball scandal. Now they right. have a football scandal. There's, right. There, you know, sort of like with ASU bringing in Herb Sendek after the Rob Evans era and everything yeah. that happened towards the tail end of that with Bryson Kruger and whatnot Yeah. That yeah. you know, sometimes you might just want the the steady hand. That that yeah. is is controversy free even if not, you know, overly exciting.
1: Yes. 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 And 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 I think that's what they're going to end up with. Um you know, uh, I mean, Jim Grove was a nice, you know, band-aid hire for this year. He's not the guy long-term, I don't believe I don't think I don't think even he believes that. Um but, you know, the, the trouble that they have is, is really it's very similar to what Penn State's gone through in that, you know, can you can you move on when a lot of your community wants to go back? Um, you know, that's been a push-pull with Penn State since, since Paterno is there's a lot of people that are stuck in the past and they don't want to move on. They don't want to turn the page. They want to go back to the old days and the old days are gone. And um, that's going to be a challenge for whoever gets that job is – there's a lot of resistance, and you saw it this week. I mean, selling, selling Art Bryle's T-shirts outside of there, and I mean they're flying because people love that guy because they won. Simple as that. They don't care about anything else. They won, and they, they love him for it.
0: So let's look around the rest of the landscape. You tell me who's got a shot to upset or not. Beyond, okay. be it better than a puncher's chance of something yeah. could happen on the way to the stadium. Can South Carolina do anything to Florida?
1: I think yeah. I don't. Th- I mean, Luke Del Rio's hurt. Florida's offense still isn't very good. South Carolina's got little momentum with the true freshman quarterback. He's made you know he's won his first three starts. Um, you know you know Muschamp's gonna gonna be fired up for that game. Little revenge factor. So yeah, I think they could. Uh, that SEC East. Who knows who's. Gonna, I mean, I I think Florida's gonna win it almost by default. Um, but a Florida loss, you know, brings brings back almost everybody into play brings Tennessee back into play, brings Kentucky back into play. Maybe even brings Georgia or South Carolina back into play as crazy as that seems.
0: I think that's going to be a really exciting game. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can, can wake forest do anything to derail the Louisville freight train?
1: Uh, you know, they're a good defense and that I think, I, I don't, I don't think Lamar Jackson's going to account for, you know, 500 yards, but their offense is really bad. And, and I just don't – I mean, I think they may be able to, to make it a, you know, 24-3 to 3 type of game, but not enough to actually have a chance to win.
0: Georgia hosting Auburn.
1: An interesting one. Uh, you know, Auburn struggled a lot with Vanderbilt. Kind of surprised me. And Georgia got, you know, maybe got a little positive momentum with the road win at Kentucky. Uh, you know, that's that's an interesting game. I think Auburn will win – um, cause I just, you know, you still, you still see a lot of holes with Georgia. I've watched a lot of them this year cause of Jacob Eason. Um, but yeah, you know, maybe they got a little, a little momentum and can take advantage of it.
0: Auburn's been slipping since they blew out Arkansas 56 to three. They went to Ole Miss one by 11. They, yeah. They beat Vandy by a touchdown. Yeah. It, it feels like, you know, they, they, they had their big exciting victory sure, and, sure. and now they're just sort of stumbling towards that Alabama game.
1: Yeah, well, and I saw, and I don't I don't know the severity of it, but I saw their running back got hurt toward the end of the game last week, Petway, who had like four straight one hundred and fifty yard games. So obviously if he's out, that makes a big difference too.
0: On the Pac twelve slate, the big game this week is USC traveling to Washington.
1: Yeah, really big game, and maybe uh Maybe a preview of you know we might see it again in three weeks, um, depending on how it goes and how the rest of the divisions go. But uh, USC's been playing really well. We you know we kind of helped kickstart their resurgence. They were one and three when we played them. Now they're six and three and rolling. But it's going to be tough going to Seattle and winning.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take Washington. They they for me now are a. I'm picking them until they get beat or until they're in the playoff.
1: Yeah, I mean I've been I've been really impressed. By them so far that they have not they've not had a slip-up game you know they've not had a I mean I thought Cal last week could be a game where maybe they win but they look they look bad doing it well they didn't they came out and they put up 66 points on you know so they uh, for a young team that really doesn't have anybody who's been in this type of position before it's it's pretty impressive how they've been able to maintain their level of play every week
0: I think you got to give a lot of the credit to that to the coaching
1: yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it's Peterson's it's, been there um, before.
0: Yeah. Yes, he
1: has, he has, uh, you know, so it, it's impressive. And obviously this week, you know, would not be a game that you take lightly. Um, I mean, the only, the only real game they have left in front of them to take lightly is, is our visit next week. Um, because obviously Washington state is probably going to be for the division. So that's a, that's a big time game. Um, but yeah, I mean, they've, they've answered every challenge they've gone on the road to Oregon and, and demolished them they've gone on the road to utah and survived a tough game against a really good team uh you know they've they've uh, blown out teams they're supposed to blow out i mean they're, they're doing everything that's asked of them so far
0: so you're taking washington
1: i am i am yeah i mean uh, if it was in if it was in la i would i would be a little bit more hesitant but i just think you know washington's a tough place to play when washington's good crowd is really loud and I mean that that place can be like Autzen Stadium if they get good again and, and they are now and I just I don't know I, I mean USC has made a lot of progress I think they'll give them a game but I don't know if they can go there and win
0: all right well we're gonna find out how dumb we look on Friday when we see <laughs> who <laughs> who comes out of that ASU Utah game but until then he's Matt I'm Ben if you liked the Remember the Titans podcast. Find us on Twitter and let us know. It's at Ben and Matt Pod. Let us know if you liked it, because if you liked it, we're probably going to do more like it. Until then, this is the Ben and Matt Sportscast.